Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word with extra sauce. Extra, extra sauce. And extra, 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 extra sauce? Like extra hot extra sauce? Is that how much sauce it is? It's very saucy. Fair enough. On Scripture, we are discussing everlasting topics informed by an everlasting God. Before we start, I'm going to need you to kind of just pause here and just go and share this podcast with three of your family members and two of your friends and two of their friends and two of their friends' friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, get the cycle going, share the podcast. We're on Twitter, HT Scripture. We're on Instagram, hashtag Scripture. Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes, all hashtag Scripture. Go and share. Nice us. Be lovely, because we love you. So, show support. We appreciate all the support we've got already. You guys are amazing. <laughs> so The word on the street is social media is all fun and games until you display various symptoms of mental illness and social anxiety. Yes, I took it there. Social media is social media addiction is very real. It's very real, very prevalent in today's society. But surely social media isn't all that bad. Do it for the gram, I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the gram, I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the gram, I ain't gonna do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Like, I mean, we do it for the gram a couple of times. But social media no, addiction. Like, we don't know. I have to correct you. We don't do it for the gram. We do it whether the gram is there or not. Yeah, that's do you know what I mean? Forever, forever. So. But if the camera light is on, honey, <laughs> if the camera light is on, we will talk something for the gram. No, Jeez. I'm joking. No, you're not. No, I'm not joking. No, you're not. I'm not joking. <laughs> okay, so today's topic is social media addiction. We're going to cover three things, as usual, in true and proper fashion. One, is social media good or bad? Two, can we use social media for evangelical purposes or should we stick to the traditional form? And three, how can we ensure that we are using social media responsibly? Question number one for me. Is social media good or bad? I think it's a bit of both, like most things. Mm -hmm. Like, even if something is good, if you eat too much broccoli, then I'm sure it's not going to be... (laughs) It's not going to be great, do you know what I mean? So everything has kind of like its... I don't know what the word is, but like a poison point. I should mm-hmm. know because I'm actually a physicist, a, a pharmacologist. So That's I should really know that. Like, but obviously, I don't know. Let's call it the lethality point where, or toxicity point mm-hmm. where say if you drink too much water, water is obviously good mm-hmm. and you know, you need it to be alive. Mm-hmm. But if you drink too much water, you can die from water mm-hmm. poisoning. Mm-hmm. So it's the kind of the same thing with social media. Not that you need social media to be alive because if you feel that way, then it's, it's already bad. Mm. That's that's the issue with the addiction part. But if um, if you're using it responsibly, if you're using it in moderation, mm-hmm. then it's a good tool. It's a great tool for connectivity. Mm-hmm. You know, the um, the Bible says that we should um, fellowship with the, the, with the brethren daily, mm-hmm. you know, and I, sometimes I don't want to leave my house, mm-hmm. but I can fellowship with Tina daily if we're just on the WhatsApp or... On the, in, on the gram or oh, whatever but sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I can't come and see you personally or anybody sometimes I just want to be in my house so I do not that it's a substitute for fellowship but I think it's a good Another supplement way. no not some supplement alternative supplement? for physical fellowship not alternative but like a add-on mm-hmm. like you know bundle deal yeah mm-hmm. no yeah, maybe, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's both good and bad. I think um, the good points are, like I said, connectivity, information, information superhighway. It's so amazing. It's such a great study tool. Um, you know, like my whole my whole university degree was from Google. I don't know about <laughs> anybody else, but me personally, as a person, everything I know, Google taught me except for what the Holy Spirit taught me. Because, you know, like, it's such a it's such a useful tool. If I need to know how to do something, how do I do X, Y, Z on YouTube or Google? And mm-hmm. I'm there, we're mm-hmm. there. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, it's a good way to get knowledge, but then it's a, it's also kind of a catch-22 where you get, there's so much knowledge out there that you don't know what is trustworthy. Yeah. It's not all truth. Some of it's truth, some of it's not truth. It's Hashtag a good way never to... trust Wikipedia. Oh my gosh, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I don't know if everybody knows, but with Wikipedia, you can actually you can actually edit somebody's Wikipedia entry mm-hmm. and just be like, 
Oh, hashtag scripture is a country. Oh my gosh, we should put a hashtag scripture on Wikipedia. That is great. Yeah, I'll leave that I'm for the when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know what I mean? You can do you can do whatever you want. So it's, you have to be careful what you trust when you find it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, just I think I think it's also quite good in terms of. I know this is going to sound really like conspiracy theorist, but like exposing the truth in terms of what's happening politically and stuff. There's some things that we genuinely would not know if there was no internet, yeah. because all the news that I know I get from Twitter. Yeah. I don't watch the news because I find it depressing, and it's always the same narrative about how black people are trash and how um, you know whatever everybody has to be PC or they're going to jail or whatever it's, it's just it's just irritating to me mm-hmm. but when I'm on Twitter I know I'm getting the the, the news <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> the true news like the actual source like everything is laid up what happened when it happened you know so um yeah it's a good tool to kind of find out what's going on in the world you know like the bring back our girls and the coney yeah. thing and everything like i feel mm-hmm. like we wouldn't have known about some of these things yeah. if the internet hadn't drawn attention to them the revolution will not be televised but it will be on twitter <laughs> can we actually have that on a t-shirt we write that down no no write it so um <laughs> she's genuinely writing it guys so um, yeah, so it's great. It is a great tool if used responsibly, but there is obviously the other side of the coin, which is the internet is a dark place. It is a very vast place. There is a lot of stuff to do on the internet. Some of it is good. Some of it is very, very, very bad. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even talking about like the dark, deep web where it's like, okay, illegal gun sales and illegal drug sales. I'm just talking about like what's available. Like obviously so much gossip sites, so much pornography sites. I'm sure that the, the internet is 99.9% pornography mm-hmm. and nobody can convince me otherwise of that mm-hmm. because whenever you're on any site, it's like pop-up pornography, pop-up here, pornography. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell is this? This yeah. is crazy. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So even if you don't, even if you're not, going out and looking for pornography yeah. you're going to find it on the, yeah. <laughs> in the internet it will find you it will find you <laughs> because literally like you can be on twitter just minding your own business and then somebody will just post a pornographic image and you're just yeah. like well like, even if you have like the sensitivity um the you know when it hides sensitive information or yeah. sense things that you might be offended by yeah. it's not a hundred percent do you know what I mean so if you're on Instagram and you're following someone who's a bit risque then you're you might be exposed to that yeah. and you Booty just picks. never know literally you <laughs> just never know so um obviously that's bad I think it really encourages um bad behavior mm-hmm. it encourages selfishness and vanity and arrogance and unhealthy competition it encourages you to quote unquote do it for the gram it encourages you to floss so that people can see what you've got because they're posting what they've got and you want to be better or you want to just not appear like you're broke so you've got to now go out and buy something and then return it the next day after you've taken pictures on the ground do you know what I mean she like, is calling <laughs> some of you guys out so, of your name <laughs> um, and it's so funny because I basically I did a, like a really really mini study on this like the whole book of proverbs is just basically saying don't go on social media and I know that social media was not not around when Solomon was writing the Proverbs. I do understand that. But it's like, if you go on it, Proverbs um, 11, uh, 12 to 13 says, whoever belittles his neighbour lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps things covered. But Twitter is like the complete opposite of that. And I'm saying Twitter because I, I mess with Twitter. You know what I mean? But um, obviously all the other ones, whatever, I'm sure Facebook is the same. Like people are always, you know, exposing people's business and talking mm. about things that they really don't need to be talking about. Mm. Um, Proverbs 14.30 says, a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. Mm. And it's so easy to go on Instagram and just be completely jealous of how someone's perfect life and perfect relationship Mm. relationship goals hashtag goals hashtag goals like Mm -hmm. it's really easy to see that but you Mm. don't see the bad things obviously everyone always says that you don't see the bad things that Mm. people are posting they don't post you know or most people don't post about the struggles that they're going through or how they even got the achievements that they they have they don't tell you how to get there they just tell you that they've got there and that you're not yeah um Proverbs 16 um, verse 5 says, everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the law. Be assured he will not go unpunished. Mm. And I feel, I feel like 
a lot of maybe it's the people I'm following but I see a lot of arrogance on social media a lot mm. of like I know it all it's like I know best your opinion is trash this that this that. Like that you know like nobody's allowed to have an opinion on social media because if you post something a hundred people will come saying that they know better than you and you've not understood this and da, 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 and you know you don't have a degree and this and that and this and it's like can can people not just tweet in peace you know that you know that meme that's like a cartoon of someone saying let people enjoy things mm-hmm. let people enjoy things just mm-hmm. be quiet but everybody has to be in uproar all the time mm. and then um proverbs 18 2 says a fool takes no pleasure in understanding but only in expressing his opinion that's social media to me yeah. it, that's that's what it is yeah. and like just the whole if you read the whole of proverbs it's basically about you know all the unhealthy things that mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. on these kind of social media platforms trying to make ourselves look good mm-hmm. even in the christian community it's like always trying to make ourselves look good in comparison to someone else so always, I'm more holier yeah I'm so I'm, I'm one more holy I'm this I'm this but I see plenty of Christians acting trash on, on social media and I'm really just not here for the whole you know I'm a I'm an internet pastor but I'm judging everybody mm-hmm. or you know I'm arguing with, about doctrine on online I'm not I'm not here for that I don't understand why we do that and I get that it is a tool that you can use to you know, preach the gospel, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about in the second point. But I just don't get why we are so mean to each other mm-hmm. on, on these things. Like if we go on, for example, um, the comment section of YouTube or on a Christian video or Instagram or anything, you will see Christians in there, not even atheists or unbelievers or other people, other Facebook Christians in there talking trash to each other. And it's so horrible. Like I remember... um. You know, when Kirk Franklin did um, the Kanye. link up with Kanye West mm. and there was one post, I'll actually try and post it on our one of our um, Q&As or stories mm-hmm. this week on Instagram. So make sure you're following us on Instagram. Basically, all the, twi- all the um, Christians, whether they agreed with what Kirk Franklin did or not, they were just butting heads in the comment section and it makes us look so stupid yeah. because a house divided against itself cannot stand. But them, we're yeah. there doing you know oh you're just stupid you don't understand you're not saved you're going to hell in the comment section not even in the dms you know so it's just crazy i don't really understand when when christians use twitter like that or Mm -hmm. when christians use social media platforms like that and i just think it's really important to be wary that yes social media is a good thing in moderation the internet is a good thing in moderation but we can't take it to the point where we're you know the first thing we do in the morning is check your phone the first thing you do in the morning is see how many notifications you got and then feel bad when you don't have notifications you know if you check your phone after work and nobody's contacted you it's like Mm-hmm. Like I got no likes on Insta. Yes, so but literally it's like you feel empty, you feel a bit void yeah. and we have to kind of free our minds from mm-hmm. that dependency mm-hmm. because it is an addiction and it's like you know um, that thing where sugar is more addictive than heroin mm. but I feel like social media is more addictive than sugar. I know that was so <laughs> So Not it's the really part, the, the sugar part. <laughs> okay, I was like, mm, we need some kind of deliverance over here. Like, what's happening? So, um, yeah. What do I mean? What do you think? I mean, I agree with you. I feel like there are some good and bad parts. Um, like anything. And as a sociologist, forward slash somebody who is interested in politics, um, I think social media has made possible the unimagin- unimaginable mm. over the last few years. And if we can take maybe one example, um, I would say it's really empowered political movements if I think about Obama's presidency um, not only was he able to mobilise you know young people which is one of the things that got him a landslide vote so not only was he empowering young people and ethnic minorities he really tapped into the young people's market but he tapped into the young people's market because he was able to utilise the most um, important social tool or uh, you know communication tool in the 21st century which is social media unlike some presidents unlike oh, of some, some unnamed should presidents should not be allowed on social countries. media okay <laughs> Trump I'm calling hey hey, hey wait <laughs> I don't care Trump I'll call you back he, he knows how to use Twitter at me yeah at me, at <laughs> at scripture, like, HT he scripture at me bruv yeah <laughs> so it's like you know Obama was able to really really utilise and harness the power um that is social media and cultivate such a large audience, such a large following um, and, you know, encourage really good debates and discussions and then find young people. And, you know, literally social media did a lot of his um, campaigning for him. Mm -hmm. You know, he employed young people 
for the purpose of use your phone mm-hmm. you know like yeah. literally use your phone and do what they do <laughs> and, and and that's what he did and it was amazing it was amazing and we're you know the world is thankful for having obama as president for two terms you mm-hmm. know so i think obama is a really good way it's a really good example of the power and the influence social media can have for positive and for change hashtag change um so that's a good example another good example i would say is you know evangelism through social media the amount of christian influences we have now is like outrageous we have so many christian influencers um and it's just amazing that it's steadily rising and we are christian social influencers are really dispelling the myths of the traditional christian yeah, the definitely. traditional archetype christian you know we are young we are fly we wear makeup we have nice clothes we go on holidays you know what i mean we you know we share the word in many different ways and forms on social media and it's making um the seed easier to sow you know it's making the seed more easier to swallow also and i think that the fact that we are in a modern day and age and we are able to harness the power of social media i think is another thing that is really good for especially for us i mean hashtag scripture we use a lot of social media to get everything out there yes we do podcast is a form of social media instagram we use twitter and if not for the fact that you know the hashtag in the scripture is <laughs> because of social media the hashtag is social media yeah. you know and and the power of the hashtag how things can be trending and you know we're able to see that that you know like the Boko Haram bring back our girls mm-hmm. the hashtag was so powerful you know what's the other one is it CLA, ACL ACS challenge what's the other one they were pouring oh, water on I, themselves the ice bucket challenge the ice bucket yeah. challenge you know things like that that you know yes it was all fun and games but they were able to raise a large sum of money mm-hmm. for the charity whether people paid after putting water on themselves I don't know child but some of the people did you know and it would have been more than they would have got yeah. you know sort of thing so I think it's I think social media has really good aspects to it of course like anything and as Fumi said and as she's kind of already highlighted there are some bad and negative aspects and you know we have to obviously make reference to cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. Cyberbullying is something that is super serious. Um, the number of young people committing suicide as yeah. a result of cyberbullying is on the increase, is on the rise. It's really, really, really bad. And as a teacher, you know, it's not just about what happens in school, it's about what happens outside of school that the pupils are doing on their phone. And we have to monitor that so much. You know, we don't allow phones in school so that no one can take a picture of somebody or blah 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 and then go home and post it and Mm. you know it's just crazy the amount of people that are you know affected by cyberbullying and parents who just don't even know because it's not like okay it's happening where your child is getting bullied in the playground and you know the teachers can hear it this is thing that's happening in the unspoken you know silent world and so it's super serious so also negative self-image and you know poor self-esteem as you said comparing yourselves to the Kim Kardashians and and to the Ciaras and to the Tiana Taylor's body is disrespectful. Right? You know, like just having to compare yourself to everybody else who just it was perfectly filtered to perfection, you know, or you know, Anthony Joshua who refuses to wear a top in any picture. <laughs> and my brother, like Kletchy posted a pic in our group chat the other day. Everybody in this picture is fully clothed, hat, scarf, gloves. <laughs> He's topless. You know what I mean? So there's people on social media, it just makes you feel like is my life worth living? <laughs> like I'm not as buff as Anthony Joshua. My body is not as pristine as Tiana Taylor and so you begin to have negative self-image and you start to do things that you wouldn't necessarily you know do everybody who's naked gets a million likes you're wearing you've got full clothes and you've got 56 so let me just unbutton this top 56 button. is even good <laughs> you know let me just unbutton this top button show a little bit of top breast and then and then we'll see what happens and okay from 56 like now you've got 72 and like okay and then it's nah, now going in the right direction yeah you know negative self-image also comparison is the thief of joy and i think mm. with social media as you said what we do is we just compare Mm-hmm. everything is everything is comparing what you have to what somebody else has what A has to B has and then we figure out who is better who is more influential who is more popping who is more lit and comparison is the thief of joy yeah. you will steal your joy you will steal your peace Don't when you are still my joy sorry <laughs> you'll steal your joy you'll steal your peace when you are constantly comparing what you 
you don't have to what somebody else has or per- perceived has you know and mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's really bad and I think one of the things also as you was mentioning in scripture is that you know social media is focused on the outward and not yes, the inward exactly. it's all about the outward um, what happening on the outside as opposed to the transformation um, that Jesus living inside of you Matthew 6 verse 1 says beware of practicing your righteousness before other people mm-hmm. in order to be seen by them mm-hmm. for then you will have no reward from your father who is in heaven beware of practicing your righteousness before other people it's better for you to be inside your closet and doing your righteousness than to now you know even become the twitter pastors mm. and they're doing twitter pastoring and they're doing twitter fingers and but they haven't prayed you just on it for the gram they're yeah. just just doing it for the gram you yeah. know what i mean also loneliness and isolation i think is the most dangerous things ever yeah and i think you can have a million followers on twitter and we see it all the time in every now and again a comedian or an actor or somebody commits suicide and you're like they have money they have a million followers they have people all around them but they're depressed and they're lonely mm. and they're isolated because you spend all your time on you know on the internet but there's no real personal contact you know there's no real interpersonal kind of relations I mean for me gets annoyed sometimes when I'll ask her for me are you okay she'll say yeah but I'll just be silent because I want to hear the real <laughs> I want to hear the real answer are you okay and if I feel like her answer is not genuine or I can tell from the tone of her voice that no, the tone of my voice. whatsapp message can we just be because <laughs> we're saying voice but what you're saying is that you've read me say I'm fine on whatsapp and then you're like no this cannot be no, true no it's not I don't believe you you know even if we're on the phone and I'm like and just be silenced because I'm just really trying to wait for her to just reveal what is going on if no, I feel like there is something that I will switch from normal phone call you'll just see the FaceTime button calling you know because I want to see your face I want to see it in your face tell me the truth I want to see it in your face you know and that's the kind of thing that yes we have FaceTime that we can tell that but also interpersonal sometimes I'll be like I want to see you now I'm coming to your house now you know what I mean some of our best conversations mean for me have us in the car you know in mm. the car sat outside somebody's house and it's because you have that intimate one-on-one time and that prevents loneliness that prevents isolation um, Hebrews ten twenty five says, "Not neglecting to meet together, yeah. as it is a habit, as it is habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near." Don't neglect actually meeting. Social yeah. media is okay; it's all good, but don't neglect meeting, especially as the day draws near, where there is more instances, where there are more instances of negative things happening. Um, and more chance of there being, you know, things that you will kind of, you'll miss if you're on social media only. You know, Proverbs 18.1 says, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. If you're just talking to yourself and it's your own opinion on social media, you are going to sound out everybody else's sound judgment. You know, Bible says that godly counsel no, that's not what it says. It says evil counsel corrupts godly character, yeah. <laughs> right? And so people on Twitter, not all, not all of that is good counsel. You know what I mean? And you need to have real good communication with people. And lastly, addiction. You know, as we're talking about, there are there is you can be addicted to social media. As for me, said waking up in the morning, that's the first thing you check. You know, your lunchtime at work as you're on your way home from work before you go to sleep. Are you addicted to likes? You know, are you doing it all for the for the likes? Are you doing it all for the follows? Galatians five one says, "For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery." Mm. Social media can be a yoke. It can it you you can be in bondage to social media to likes to acceptance to growing your your following and so yes there are good things because you're able to mobilize the masses but yes there are negative things because you are able to immobilize yourself yeah and i think that's you just have to really really tread carefully yeah i agree and i think i think um social media kind of encourages like a deceitful lifestyle yeah it encourages you to pretend yeah. it encourages you to pretend that everything is okay to pretend you're buff Every day. That, every, that, you're, every day, that you're literally the pangest thing <laughs> in the world. That you don't have any flaws. Okay. It it encourages you. Even sometimes it encourages people to pretend that things are not okay, even though they are for oh, yeah, attention. attention. Yeah, mm. you know. So it encourages attention. You being on social media all the time is encouraging attention or or snoopiness because you might be a, you're a priya. You're not a 
active a member of, of you know mm-hmm. so um yeah it just it's just inc- it can encourage um bad behavior mm. and so that's why you really need to kind of spend some time away from it maybe yeah if you feel like you're too involved in social media if you feel like if you don't get enough likes on your pictures you feel sad yeah if you feel like if you don't get enough engagement on social media then it makes you feel some kind of way yeah. or if you haven't looked at your social media for a certain amount of time then you start feeling withdrawal symptoms then it's like it's healthy to kind of have maybe a social media fast I think I've said that in a previous episode and um, you know kind of step away from it and moderate your your time on it because actually do you know what something that's really good yeah go to your phone settings right now I'm on an iPhone so I can't help you if you're on Samsung but go on your phone settings right now I'm sorry I don't know why what is that I don't know what (laughs) so you're obviously not listening to this on iTunes are you (laughs) So go to your, go to your phone settings, go to battery, um, and it will tell you your battery usage. And in the in the last twelve hours, it will tell you how many. Um, if you press the clock, it will tell you how many minutes you've spent on each app. And that's a really good way to kind of like see, okay, what am I spending? Is the Bible app even in my top 10? Is, am I on Twitter for 72 minutes for, and it's only one o'clock? Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's quite interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a digital media conference, which I'll talk about later, and that's where they showed us that. And I was mm-hmm. like, I think I think this is when I was addicted to YouTube. And I like YouTube was like six hours of YouTube. And I was like, <gasps> oh, what is going on? Bible <laughs> <laughs> app was like four. Like after WhatsApp, I was like, a lot of mercy. <laughs> and to be fair, I some of us read the hard copy Bible. Yeah, I like I reading like books. Copy, I don't like yeah. reading on the screen. But still, you know, it's just... Yeah how much dead works are you sewing into Absolutely. social media yeah. let's let's keep an eye on it because i think it's quite you know time is time is fleeting it's quite important to make sure you're spending your time in the right place time is winding down time is winding down okay question number two should social media be used as an evangelical tool or should we stick to more traditional methods of evangelism forward slash street evangelism um megaphone walking down the road with a placard <laughs> on your in on your placard, chest saying door the, to day, door <laughs> the day is coming, <laughs> the end is near. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, last year, I think, yeah, pretty much beginning of last year, I was the type of person who was like, all this social media evangelism, you're not real. All you keyboard warriors, all you keyboard pastors, you're not real, you know? Like, it's, it's all fake, it's all hollow. What are you accomplishing? You're not accomplishing anything. You can't save someone online. That was me. I was very much like, keep Christianity in the streets. You have to, you have to physically be talking to people after yeah i I really was because i just really i didn't understand the point of doing the stuff online but then um i went to a digital media the premier gospel like premier christian this digital media conference last year are we going to the premier gospel awards in april probably not okay but maybe we'll see but um (laughs) yeah so I, i went there and i think i think governor b opened the discussion and I think it's him who said this, but apologies if I'm misquoting him or if, I, if someone else said it or whatever. But um, they said that, you know, social media is now, not, well, not social media, but the internet is now, it's it's a world of its own. It's not like it's a pretend place that doesn't exist. It, it is a world and it is a location. If I'm online, I'm in a place, not a physical place, but I'm in a place, you know, and that place, can we cannot afford to let that place be without Jesus. Come on. You know, so it's like, you can't say that the internet is a dark place because I've said that myself and I know that mm. for a fact. The internet can be a really dark place and imagine having that dark place and not having the light of Christ in that place. Mm. That is crazy. Mm. It's even more, like we need to be on the internet even more because the internet is so vast. The internet mm. has no boundaries. Mm. The world, you know that somebody doesn't live under sea. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I need to preach to the ends of the earth. That's, That's it. Mermaid. That's the boundaries. I don't need to go to Mars. I don't need to go to Pluto. I don't need to go anywhere. I just need to do the end of the earth and that's it but the internet is boundless Mm. you know so we need to be christians need to be there and represent christ and being ambassadors for christ there even more because if we're not then it's just going to be running rampant you know there's going to be all kinds of mess on there and nobody's going to have any um deliverance from it nobody's gonna have any um inkling that there's something more if you know the people that we can't reach in person they're probably online i can't remember how many um 
users are on Facebook now, but it's billions, yeah. you know? And and every day it's more and more. Yeah. Millions of users join every day. So it's like, we need to be reaching those people and not all of them can be reached by, you know, me touching them. And, yeah. you know, I can't always go on missionary. Sorry. <laughs> No, it felt good. Um, I'm stroking <laughs> Tina's arm. Um, yeah, you. I can't personally, me, at the moment where I am right now, cannot be going to outer Mongolia to preach the gospel right like now. That's fine. If God says, you know, makes provision for me to do that in the future, I sends me, I'm, I'm here for it. No but at the point of time that we're in right now, I, I, I can't do that. So how can the people, you know, Romans 10, how will they hear unless some, someone, someone is sent? Yeah. Um, so it's really important that we are represented, that Christ rather is represented online yeah. as much as everything else is and more so. Yeah. Um, so even though I did used to be a bit like, oh, this keyboard warriors, now <laughs> I'm a bit more like, yeah, it needs to be everywhere. Mm. It needs to be on the street. Mm. It needs to be in the, um, you know, the media. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of Christians are very anti-media. Like, mm. oh, you shouldn't be watching programs programs at all you shouldn't be listening to music at all like you know it's only christian only only christian all the time but it's like okay how is a non-christian ever going to have access to christian media yeah they would need it through some kind of transition medium yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. they have to have something that's based on um yeah. christian values but not that is not going to completely alienate them yeah. from the very beginning and yeah. i think it's really important to represent people in all stages as christians we need to be representing people who are, who are new converts not yeah. only oh you know man of god and mm-hmm. da, 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 you know i'm saying i'm saving i'm sneezing and everybody in the room is is um healed like no you need to also yeah. represent the people who are transitioning <laughs> into the kingdom who, yeah. you know who don't know much about stuff and help them to get into it and there is all this media that wasn't there in biblical times but i'm sure that the apostles would have also infiltrated those um medias as well because they infiltrate the government they infiltrated you know every every career sphere so why not the media industry yeah um my only worry um about discussing christ on the internet though is that some people handle the subjects like really incorrectly and really not in a way that Christ or the apostles, the original early church would have handled things. And that kind of puts people off the kingdom of God. Um, I'm, I'm forever seeing Christians like squabbling about points. Like, I really oh, want to give that. some real life examples of that, but I don't know if we should at people. No, let's not say people's names or anything. Let's not hot anybody up. But if this is you, you know it's you. <laughs> Do you have an example? Yeah, I remember last year, mm-hmm. um, I think, was it last year or the year before? Because to be honest, the last five years have been a blur. Um, last year, a prominent, I would say former Christian rapper, but maybe he is still a Christian rapper and nobody knows because he ain't put out no music. Um, but a Christian rapper said, don't be an enemy of God. I actually want to get the correct quote because it was literally the craziest thing ever and it caused the biggest stir um a friend of the world i think is an enemy of god and don't be an enemy of god and everybody was like what the heck are you talking about but let me get the correct quote but it's a scripture though no yeah but the way that he um he put the scripture inside a statement okay and so the statement misled or didn't mislead the scripture but it did it did a couple things let me try and find it okay i found it okay so the guy christian rapper uk christian rapper said i'd rather be a friend of god and an enemy of the world than be an enemy of god and a friend of the world you definitely can't have both okay yeah and that's true yeah that's in the bible i'm confused yes and then he later went on to um try and give expound yeah expound on it but most people were saying in his comment section, so you can't have non-Christian. I think what people deduced from that, because which is incorrect, silly. which is incorrect. I think what yeah, people deduced from that is friends. that you can't have non-Christian friends. People can't and, read, you know, and and have a love for God. As people, people cannot are, read. No, guys, listen. If but you're listening to what he the said, podcast this is, right now, this is I need what, you to be able to read. This is what his response was. So someone says, so you can't have non. Does it mean it wasn't a case of a statement? It was asking oh, okay. a question because so, there was a question mark, right? Okay, so he said, fine. so you can't have non-Christian friends and and have a love for God. And he goes. That's between you and God, bro. Nah, nah, so, that's, that's and inappropriate. So, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Then from what from then, because you have, is, he has yeah, a, a large non-Christian following because he's a really good rapper. Yeah. So I think from then people deduced, oh my gosh, you you know, in order for you to have a love for the world or have a love for non 
Christian people, that means you're an enemy of God. And he went on to say so many outlandish things and people were asking him to clarify and people were bringing alternative scriptures, you know, people Mm -hmm. were bringing things like when Jesus would leave the, 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 you know, the, the, the holy perceived Pharisees and Sadducees and his disciples and whatever, and go and dwell among those who mm-hmm. were perceived as social outcasts, people who would be of the world mm-hmm. and would develop a relationship mm-hmm. with them, not instinctively just cultivate, just evangelize, but develop a relationship with them. Zacchaeus, you know, I mean, the text said there was a relationship, there was a friendship yeah. there, which we see. So people were like, but we see examples in the Bible of people who develop Jesus developing really good relationships with people who are not the most holy of holy. So there's Jesus an enemy of God? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he, it was terrible. I mean, did, he, did he ever get back to the He the did. And what was, what was bad was that people, <laughs> this was what the tea was, right? <laughs> when, when people were saying really good convincing things, that were that conflicted with his opinion, he would delete their comments. If you had mutual friends, you would be like, So the comment that was deleted was here on their own profiles, and it was crazy. Nah. It was like, Facebook This is how was, you don't handle Facebook conflict was lit online, guys. For 24 hours, and nobody slept. Nobody slept because we were just there with popcorn and tea, like. <laughs> you know and it was it was really it was a really you know serious debate but yeah anyway back to what you were saying I had to give an example yeah, but it's true like we just we don't know how to conduct ourselves and again that 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 comes from pride rather than you being able to be humble yeah. and meek and say do you know what brother or sister I I understand where you're coming from or I can understand why you might misinterpret that but I think you've got it wrong this is what I think you know, this is what you can say. If the person wants to come back and blast you, that's fine. But you can just say it in a humane way. It's not, don't say it in a patronizing way. Like, oh my gosh, the number one thing that I hate about Christians online, when they say, oh, I'll pray for you. Or I'm praying for you. Or you need Jesus. Everybody need Jesus. What, you don't need Jesus too? (laughs) Like, it's just so annoying. Like, stop, patronizing people because it it is detrimental to the kingdom it's damaging to the kingdom it's not you know a positive thing yeah what do you think about online evangelism i mean colossians 3 17 says and whatever you do in word or deed do everything in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god the father through him so whatever you do do it all for the ground yeah, do it all in the name of Jesus Amen. and giving thanks to God. So let it be for the glory of God. And this is so. I think yes, you can use social media to cultivate kingdom culture and to cultivate um, kingdom standards and to evangelize. And there's this really good book called Kingdom You. The author. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that's really familiar. There's a really good book called Kingdom You, and it has a whole <laughs> chapter dedicated to cultivating kingdom culture. <laughs> and it's just so uncanny that we're talking about this today. Yeah. Um, um, but there's a whole chapter. But you know what's about- really funny about that book, right? That um, the author said that they would give me a signed copy with a really heartfelt long message in the, you know, the front cover. And I still have not received that. Um, I and it's been out they- for a hot minute. It's been out since like last September. Yeah. So, I think the yeah. author gave you a heartfelt message verbally. Yeah. And I feel like I was not okay with that. I didn't think it was sufficient. Like okay. it was okay, and I appreciate that. At her. But <laughs> at hashtag scripture, <laughs> you should, you should um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this book, Kingdom Culture, uh, Kingdom Culture, Kingdom You talks uh, has a, a few sections which discuss the importance of using your gifts, talents, and technology, and your your role, your job, um, whatever it may be, anything, everything at your disposal to cultivate kingdom culture, to evangelize. That there is nothing, the Bible says in Matthew 6 verse 10, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the only way that comes down is because you are using your gifts, your talents in whatever sphere of society you operate in to share the kingdom, to mm-hmm. share the gospel. So whether you're a bus driver or a nail technician, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can still cultivate kingdom culture within your specific sphere. And I think that one of the things that we can all do within our specific spheres, no matter who you are, and with social media is cultivate kingdom culture and it's share the kingdom and it's just I think you can use everything so one thing that we have is that we have a direct connection to God we have a direct connection to the kingdom and we are able to God transmits his message to the world through us and I think that kingdom culture is God's rulership and it affects 
of his sovereignty. Kingdom culture is kingdom politics, it's kingdom principles, it's kingdom living. Um, Matthew, Luke chapter 13, verse 29, and Matthew 8, verse 11 says, and my people will come from east and west and from north and south and recline at the table of the kingdom of God. You know, yeah. that people will come from all four corners. And how do we get people to come from all four corners to God? Where else, you know, we're not able to do that on foot anymore. Well, we are. Jesus did it on foot. But we can use social media mm-hmm. to reach all four corners of the all four corners of the world and have them all dine at the king's table mm-hmm. you know what i mean how amazing is that through the little seeds that you sow on social media so why is cultivating kingdom culture so important i think kingdom culture on earth is something that we as citizens of the kingdom have to cultivate in our personal lives and in the world around us A culture where God's kingdom thrives. It is absolutely possible to establish a culture of the kingdom on earth. And we are able to do that in the world or in the sphere of social media. And that influences everybody else. You know, um, we can do that through belief and through practice. So one of the best ways to do this is via social media. It's very easy for you to permeate kingdom culture online it's very easy for you to share the gospel online it's very easy for you to interact with the world if you feel like you're getting a if you feel like you're going to get too muddied with or too dirty with the world you don't want to touch them you don't want to go on the street and evangelize because you're going to be around heathens how about you use your phone you know what i mean like it's kind of it's kind of you take it however you want to do it if you don't want to go to the club and evangelize if you don't want to go to the strip club and evangelize if you don't want to go into if you don't want to work for secular organizations if you don't want to do whatever because you don't want to touch the world because the world is so sinful then use your phone and the laptop to evangelize i feel like personally the distinction and how we separate ourselves from the world is really terrible and it's really 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 bad and if we are called to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth we should do this properly you know we we are to extend into worldly culture also meaning that we bring kingdom culture to the world or better still we are to create culture in the world and watch it take over one of the things that i love is that social in christian social influences are creating culture if you think about you know some brands for example like god is dope brand it's a clothing brand in america um they have celebrities wearing their brand um who may or may not have a really good relationship with god but they think that the clothing brand is dope and the clothing brand literally in big white letters says god is dope you know what i mean you have really good christian people who are influences all these different you know spheres of society we have the lecrae's we have the is it Dana Chanel? Dana Chanel? You have all of these kind of different people. In the UK, you have Alan Mate, you have Dweeney Lee. You know, you have all these different people who are really influencing culture and they are Christian. They are cultivating culture. They are creating culture and they are Christian. Romans 8 verse 19 says, For the earnest expectation of creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. The whole world is waiting for us to show up, stand out and do something. And we can do that and we can use social media to help us do that, you know? And I think that every little helps. Even if you're focused on street evangelism or more physical forms of evangelism, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 6 to 8, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then it is neither he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that gives the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labour. So no matter which way you choose to evangelise, whether you are the person that is watering, whether you're the person that is planting, it's God who still brings the increase. You know what I mean? the end of the day so whether you're on social media sowing the seed planting the seed or watering the seed or whether you're on more traditional forms of evangelism god will still bring about an increase and we're doing everything to the glory of god so yes by all means use social media tattoo it on your face doesn't matter any which way you want to evangelize (laughs) share the gospel Uh, uh, it's not be by force it's like it's not like it's not going to kill you you can't just like just say oh my gosh we can't use social media because it's just too dark and dangerous and use it as if god didn't give someone the wisdom to for for social media use it Use it and use it well. <laughs> Philippians 1, 18 says, what then? Only that every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached mm. and therein do rejoice. Yea, and I will rejoice. Mm. Like, whether or not it's online, 
it's in the like you said at the strip club wherever it is at least the gospel is being preached what is the problem if it's the gospel of jesus christ and it's the actual true unadulterated gospel of jesus christ and it's being preached somewhere to someone there's literally no issue there's no issue these times a lot of christians do not evangelize at all not even online they don't evangelize they a lot of christians feel like to be a christian you just have to go to church have we we need to talk about that because that will. makes me mad we will too many donors out here many man. Christians think that heathens just walk into the church just randomly like that just just sit right. they they're just sitting somewhere and all of a sudden spontaneously they teleport just, just walk they didn't into even the know church. Holy Spirit just and and I was in the spirit on the Lord's day that's what they think. That's it. They think that it happens like, oh, I was walking down the road and I heard the choir <laughs> singing and I thought, oh, what's this noise? Yeah. And then I walked into the church. And then what's the wickedest thing is that the heathen or the sinful person or the sinner or the non-Christian will walk into the church and because they're not dressed right, they'll be ushered straight back out. You know what hey, I mean? Let's talk about that. Talk about so, it. Let's talk, talk, about talk, it. talk about it. It just drops mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally, literally. Literally. So they think that people just miraculously encounter Christ. They it's, just congeal in the church. How, that's like, not how it happens. Or that Christ will be like, you know, on the road to the Damascus that they'll be walking or they'll stand at the bus stop and then Christ will reveal themselves to them that's not how it works I don't know if you know or not but that's not how no, it works sure it does work like that for some but people for some, but for, for most for, for me it wasn't like that no so you know somebody I mean, had to bring me to church and then you'll be like you know you you can't stay here you know and I think it's you not can't good. wear hat it's <laughs> not you can't wear a hat oh my gosh oh, your top is too low your dress is too short too you yeah, have a piercing yeah. in your nose can you yeah. shut up exactly. like there are bigger things so question number three how can we use the internet more responsibly anti forms okay cool <laughs> um so we can use the internet more responsibly by being honest with ourselves mm-hmm. in terms of do I know that I have an attitude problem on the internet? Do I know that I go out seeking the wrong kind of content on the internet? Do I know that I spend too much time on the internet? If I can be honest with myself and say, okay, yes, yes, check, check, check on these things, then I can then be accountable about it. But if I'm going to lie to myself and say, oh no, I don't have any problems when I'm using the internet. I don't. Have, there's no problem with me being on the internet for seven hours a day when I'm only doing two minutes of Bible study. I only have verse of the day or new version and that's all the Bible study that I'm doing for the week. You know, if we can't identify that it's a problem, then then it's a bigger problem. Mm. If we can say, yes, I know it's a problem, then we can start to solve mm. and um, get a solution. So mm. um, it's good to have maybe an accountability buddy, someone who's going to say to you, have you, um, you know, have you engaged in this thing? Tell me about, you know, your struggle, let's pray about it you know um someone who's going to say okay i've seen you on instagram posting comments for an hour now can you go and pray can you go to bed like do i mean um or i've seen you online on whatsapp and it's just constant can you can you get off please you know um Especially on Twitter. I think I need someone to come and tell me that I'm on Twitter too much because for yeah, real. Yeah, but you're not. Anyway, okay. I anyway. mean, no, I, I feel like I could be on there a lot less to be honest with you okay. on, on Insta and Twitter. Um, I think it's um, literally, if you need to block websites from your, uh, not necessarily Facebook and Twitter, but if you're going to deeper places on the internet that you know you shouldn't be going to. And it gets deeper yeah, and deeper. If you need to um, block those sites from your, I think um, Tina said this a while ago just block it yeah your, you know use the filters yeah, yeah. that that your um browser that your browser comes with or that your um security software comes with i would say limit your internet usage yeah just have a set period yeah. even maybe put a timer on if you come home and then you're going to go and go on the internet give yourself a countdown timer okay i'm going to be on the internet for one hour mm. and then i need to go and do some other things mm. and just literally time how long you're using it mm. and again like i said earlier use your settings and see how long you're spending on each app mm. and then you know try and cut that down mm. by half or whatever mm-hmm. have a fast like i said before spend your time with god before you go on the internet. So don't have God be your last resort. Like, okay, after I've done everything I want to do, then I will go and seek God. Seek God first, and then all your remainder time, okay, fine, spend it doing whatever you want. But make sure that you've had that solid um, interaction and encounter with God. And, and then you'll be more productive as well. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because one thing you're not going to do is go and spend a whole hour with God and then start looking at shade, porn. Yeah, you're not going to do that. Room. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're not going to do that because your, your spirit will be too full <laughs> and you'll be grieving the Holy Spirit and yeah. he'll be like, 
are you joking? Like, I can't dwell here. Exactly. He's not going <laughs> to let you do that. Be selective with what you feed yourself because what you feed yourself can affect your character and your mm-hmm. mood and your, your emotions. And it's it's real out here for some of us, okay? <laughs> it's real. I will be fully sending them hey, big head texts. And I know I have no business doing that. But it's because I'm lonely. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So definitely, how can we ensure that we are using the internet responsibly? Exercising self-control. I'm just going to read through a couple of scriptures and you know me, I'm going to be out. Um, Proverbs 16, the first thing, sometimes. Proverbs like, the way that I just gave Tim <laughs> the funniest look, like, are you sure? Because... <laughs> Proverbs 16 verse 30 he says he that is slow to anger patient is better he is slow to anger or patient is better than the mighty and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city so exercise self-control so not only is it being slow to anger or being patient but restricting the things that lead to certain emotions um you are better than the mighty if you can control your cravings and your desires then you are better than the mighty second peter chapter 1 5 to 9 says now for this very reason also applying all diligence in your faith supply moral excellence and in your moral excellence knowledge so be diligent you know have some good self-control be diligent you know in your faith supply what are you supplying your faith what are you feeding yourself you know what i mean does what you're is what you're viewing and taking in on social media is it morally sound you know would god class it as morally excellent you know and after morally excellent does it give you any knowledge we're all here trying to be smart there's kids at five going to cambridge and we're here doing facebook and twitter all day every day <laughs> it doesn't make any sense you know what i mean exercise self-control psalms 141 verse 3 as we know says set a guard O lord over my mouth keep watch over the door of my lips so and it's talks about talking but also about what you say on on social media you know we can transfer talking to what you type kind of thing right let the lord set a guard over your twitter fingers mm-hmm. sometimes it's always anger 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 mm-hmm. clap back clap back clap back now me and Fomi have said a number of times that we have a tendency to be petty so I mean, to be honest is even like clap not back, even strong for, enough clap back to... for us are not <laughs> difficult you know what i mean and finally my last scripture about this social media thing and the content in which you're taking in and how you're responding to it is Galatians 5 verse 16 to 26. We all know this really well. And it says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do anything that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealous outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions and heresies. Verse 21, envy, murders, drunkenness, revilers and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. A lot of social media is all of those things. And then one scripture I just want to add to that is um, 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 to well it was 1 to 12 but I'll just kind of read a couple of Mm -hmm. the verses Um, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves selfie culture um, (laughs) covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection truth breakers false accusers incontinent as in you can't control your mouth uh, fierce despisers um, of those things that are good etc 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 all these things are things that I see online do you know what I mean it's like it's so rampant online it's so prevalent online um, so I really feel like you know these last days they're really obviously here not that they weren't already here but um, yeah we have to be careful about how we treat people online because they are real people and yeah we're all human mm-hmm. let's have mercy people mercy 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 me sorry um so scenarios yes girl i'm gonna read them out Mm -hmm. and then you can answer and i might give a little bit of a two sentences up can i read them out and then you answer no you (laughs) okay so you've posted a scripture with a short explanation on facebook and someone was arguing with you but they're definitely in the wrong how do you respond to them i mean I'll pray for you. (laughs) Which is obviously the most passionate thing you could ever say. So don't do that. If I post a scripture with a short explanation and they're in the wrong, um, I would 
use more scriptures to back up my point because one thing you can't argue with is the word you can argue with my opinion but you can't argue with the word of god and if you do you can do that on your own time and or you can do it um, in my comment section but i'm not gonna talk to you, you yeah know what I mean? exactly so i would if i've posted a scripture and an explanation you have an issue with it i will post more um additional scriptures that back up my point um just to further emphasize the fact that i am right and you are wrong mm-hmm. what would you do um, yeah, the same. But I think it comes to a certain point where I then take it out of the comment section and DM you dr- yeah. directly because yeah. I don't want it to devolve into an argument yeah. in my comment section. Mm-hmm. So the next one. Um, an attractive potential spouse so slides into your DM. It's full in there. Very full. Their bio. So it wouldn't be a slide. It would be a squeeze. So, sorry. Right. <laughs> okay, my DMs is empty, guys. Well, whatever. Um, yeah, so an attractive a potential spouse slides into your DMs. In their bio, it's all about Jesus, but their timeline is the complete opposite. What do you do? Do you respond? Yeah. I, 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 but do you do, do you respond like to potentially start something? Or? I, I I respond. I always respond to DMs unless it's very disrespectful. She's obviously um, got a lot of DMs. I, don't, okay. <laughs> I always respond to DMs. So if they're like, hey, beautiful or whatever, if they're like, oh, I really like your post or oh, you talk, so, you talk that real, then I'll say thank you very much and I'll just keep it pushing. If they persist on like pursuing, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Sometimes I may... No, I won't. Because at the end of the day, your bio, these people's bio is actually trash. Yeah. And actually, it's it's actually about what you post. Okay. If your if all you're posting is, I was just about to. I was about to say something. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but it's not say a fair it, girl. If, so it, was, like, mm. if all your posting is like things that are verging on this line of dick pics, yeah, Whoa. then <laughs> you know, if it's everything is like the bulge is there, they're popping, then I'll be like, listen, she said the bulge. You, you, you're not meant for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're really exactly. not meant for me. And I'm really, a, I've really got a knack for just you know staring people in the right direction away from me. So I probably just be like, I'm sorry, bull, but this isn't gonna work. I got a friend in Jesus. You should find him too. What a friend we have in Jesus. Come on. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I can't even answer that one because I, I really don't. Well, I would personally, I'm, I just wouldn't get involved in the first place. Like, I might respond. But <laughs> if they're trying to keep coming, then I'm Because I've had really, people who I'm have, who have DM'd all. and I haven't responded, but they've seen that I've seen it. You know, you can see yeah. that you see. And then, like, a couple days later, they're like, so this is just so the attitude that yeah. you have. <laughs> so you're, you're all Christian, right? And then, but you ignore people. And then, so I to avoid that, because I've had that yeah. way too many times to avoid that. I mean, I don't know how many DMs she's getting, but she's had that way too many times. <laughs> to, like, I really just don't know how to the avoid number of her that, DMs. I just respond and then keep it pushing because I don't actually also have time to have conversations with you online. Do you know how much I've got to do in one day? to do, man. Do you know, men, and the thing is, men take long to talk about anything, right? And I have got that kind of time <laughs> say what you want to say shoot your shot and let's keep shoot it pushing if you're not gonna shoot your shot i haven't got time to be doing small talk yeah it's true okay so you see two big christian influencers bickering on twitter how do you react popcorn green tea <laughs> if not the green tea then cranberry juice usually i'll call for me, I'll message for me. I'll be like, yes, for real. Boy, screenshots, receipts, yes, left. And the word on the street is, honey, like literally. literally, literally. That's what I usually do. I usually just be like, okay, I what I <laughs> I'll finish everything that I'm doing here quickly, and then get into bed, and then just go on the timeline and watch them because they're stupid. You know that Michael Jackson thriller popcorn. Meme. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. I'm fully there. Like, oh, I'm, you know that hashtag. I'm just here for the comments. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like literally that's me I'm fully there because it's not my fight it's not it's not my fight to fight yeah. you know what I mean um, so I definitely wouldn't get involved at all um, if I do feel compelled like the spirit does compel me to do something then I will just message them 
if one of the Christian influencers is my friend, then I would like the person who was getting into it with that other person mm-hmm. and that I mentioned before is one of my friends. So I did message him mm-hmm. and I was like, you need to cut it out. Uh, the first part of me is like, boom, yes, you said that, honey. You're like, your clapback was on point. Hashtag, hashtag, laugh, 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 jokey joke. But then after a while, I'm going to be like, okay, it's not, it's not becoming and it's actually causing schism in the body. So just cut it out. Nip it in the bud. Agree to disagree. I love you, the love of Christ. And <laughs> log yeah. off. Sign out. Yeah. I think if you know them, then yeah, message and say whatever and not message on the platform that they're messaging Mm. but message them personally like on their phone or text call them or whatever and say okay what is this is this glorifying to jesus yeah but other than that if i don't know you godspeed i can pray about it but i don't really i don't like getting involved with people that you don't know because if you're if you're gonna be if you have the just the bravado to be the temerity temerity to be just (laughs) arguing with people on twitter anyway then if i come at you you're gonna argue with me as well so i'm not i'm not here for all that um okay so an atheist attacks you in a as an on online not physically um attacks you (laughs) in a very disrespectful way in one of your youtube videos um do you respond how do you respond like they're just calling you stupid oh I can't believe you you're this old and you still believe in sky wizard in the sky it's a rainbow in the sky we literally have to wrap this up um I would it depends on how disrespectful it was if it was like 100 I would definitely delete the comment because it's not good for it to be there and then I would, depending on how moved by it I was, I would message the person um, and then just share love and share Christ. Mm-hmm. I think because if it's really on that kind of level, I've gone, for me, it will go beyond my usual petty level to be like, there's a serious problem here. Yeah. Um, so I think if it tr- transcends my usual petty level for the clapback, <laughs> then I would message them in love. And because it's obviously an outcry. Yeah. Um, but it depends. Most of the time, I'll be in petty level and it'll be clapback season. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, definitely message them in love. And also, pray for the person in yeah. my entire private time. Not send a message saying, I'm going to pray for you, but also, God, whatever I have said that has triggered such a flame in them, yeah. use that flame for good. You exactly, know what I mean? Like, exactly. that's, that's, do that and yeah. like, just keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, I feel like I would just ignore it mm. because I'm the type of person that I know if I respond, it's going to get messy. Mm-hmm. So I just have to not respond. But like you said, then pray in private time. Because mm-hmm. I always know that when people get really, really passionate about something like this, it's because secretly there is a hunger and a thirst in you for God. I, I really, really believe that. Mm. That if there's someone who professes that they're an atheist, but they're very angry about Christianity, they're very angry about God it's because they have that secret passion and they're frustrated because mm. they don't know how to, mm. um, you know, get into them. They may not mm. even know that they have that. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's what it seems like. Oh, mm-hmm. otherwise you just wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. If it's only a sky wizard in the sky, why are you getting angry, bruv? Do you know what I mean? So that's, yeah, that's how I feel. Either ignore or pray, but I can't really engage, especially with people who, especially online, because people will just troll you. Forever. You know, got time. and I just haven't, I haven't people got it. People who troll I online energy. have a lot of time that we they don't do. have. Um, your Christian friend posts a very sexy revealing picture on Instagram. Do you say anything? In the comment section, flames, 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 flames. <laughs> I can't, I can't. In the comment section, flames, flames, flames. Oh, like, you know, hashtag my friend is buffering yours. My friend's are painting. <laughs> That's my <you> best friend. <laughs> painting on the timeline, you know what I mean? My friend over your friend. You know, the, what's that? The math sign, the more than. Greater than. Yeah, the more than, greater than. That's what I'm going to do in the comment section. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's for the team. It's my team. That's my team, you know what I mean? My whole crew's tight. <laughs> I'll call her. I'll be like, number one, who is it you're trying to seduce? Yeah. That's the first thing. Because you could have just sent him the picture directly. Imagine. No, honestly, I'm going to be real. You could have just sent him the picture directly or put it on Snap or something or sent him a message in Snap by accident and be like, sorry, it wasn't meant for you. You know Imagine. the games you play, okay? <laughs> so, oh uh, so in the comment section, flame, 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 flames. But then I'll call her and be like, baby girl, what you're doing is not representing the kingdom well. Yeah. Um, there is more to you than your breasts and your bumper. Pull up to bum, me, bumper. Pull up to me, bumper. Yeah, I see, agree. For me, sings the Afro beats and I sing the bashment. That's literally oh, our relationship. I mean. Down to the T. <laughs> down to the T. 
I I, I agree. What like in do? terms of like the messaging them privately, but the whole comments thing, no, because I can't <laughs> endorse you and then come and say actually no, take it down. Like, but I would be like, because the thing is, I think the way that I would say it is like in a bit of a shady, petty way in the DMs. Like, oh, so like you said, like oh, so you're trying to impress man all the time, man. Like, now this is this is it, yeah. <laughs> you know what happened to your scriptures? What happened to the Bible quotes? Yesterday no? you was doing Jeremiah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Today you're doing um, Bathsheba. Literally. <laughs> so, you know, you're literally buffing on, on the ground. Like, I don't get it. You're buffing like, on the ground. So I would do it in a, like a, like a, you know, a shady way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like it's all bants. Yeah, but at the yeah, same time, yeah. I would be like, yeah, I don't think that's, yeah. I don't think you need to be doing that. And I feel like you know that. Because yeah. I don't, I don't have any friends who I would need to say that to who don't know that they shouldn't yeah. have done it in the first place. Yeah, does, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like in terms of Christian friends, if you're a non-Christian I'm not going to come and tell you to take your pictures down because that's you know that's your moral compass that's, that's up to you but if you're a Christian and I know you're a Christian then mm-hmm. yeah I will hold you accountable okay a good friend Christian or non-Christian of yours is posting inappropriate content that keeps appearing on your timeline so that's like you know maybe maybe sexy pictures maybe stuff that's got a lot of swearing in it or something like that do you do you say anything do you unfollow what do you do um, I think the key word there being good friend um, because yeah. you said good friend, then I would pick up the phone yeah. and reach out to that person and have a conversation with them. If they're a non-Christian and they're still my good friend, I would still I would still call. Because, because you're allowed to be friends with non-Christians. Because you're allowed to, and I'm not going to be an enemy of God, yeah. you know? Because you're allowed <laughs> no. to be a friend with a non-Christian. I'll still call them and be like, babe, what's, what's going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if they persist, then I will mute and block their posts yeah. because you can do that you can hide posts um, and then I can yeah and then I can just continue just continue to talk to them continue to minister to them sometimes it's not an overnight thing yeah. um, sometimes transformation can really take a long time especially if it's deep rooted issues like you know they have self esteem issues and they're posting all these sexy pics and stuff because they are wanting attention that's not going to go just like that unless the Holy Spirit is like boom today today yeah. the day of salvation you know it's something that will take a while yeah yeah um, I think yeah I'm, I'm following your friend it's not everybody that you have to follow it's not by force but I understand the politics of it all mm. but I think if they're a good friend then I will just say do you know what um, I've noticed that your posts aren't really conducive to the lifestyle that I'm trying to live and they're kind of distracting to me so I'm going to unfollow you but it's all love obviously we talk in other places so then what if they turn around and say for example there's people in church mm-hmm. who be like you know women shouldn't wear t-shirts or sleeveless because your elbow is distracting <laughs> and subtracting <laughs> because that's the same thing they're kind of like both be like yeah but if 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 your post if they're posting something that is distracting yeah. or influencing you, that's your own issue. You yeah, and that's I mean? why that's I'm why unfollowing you. So then, I'm not telling you to delete your or, platform or, or us, your post. Or how we women have in charge wear burqa from. <laughs> if I anyway, sure. Let me keep quiet. But because it's me guarding my heart. Yeah. So I have to say, like, if it's you know, if it's if it's few and far in between, fair mm-hmm. enough. But mm-hmm. if it's all the time. Mm-hmm and I, I can't avoid it, mm. then I have to unfollow you. What yeah. other choice do I have? You, you, you can keep doing you. You yeah. keep doing what you've got to do. And I still love you. Yeah, I still love you. I just can't like watch what you're watching. I just can't. It's just annoying. Ew. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, really. Those are all the questions. Yeah. Those are all the scenarios. Okay, so what's our hashtag scripture for today? You're going to have to choose because I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I think I may I mean, choose... why don't we decide this before? We I don't should know. usually. We literally don't. This is nine episodes in, guys. Um... What about the Matthew 6 verse 1? Um, beware of practicing your righteousness before ah, other people. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, okay. So Matthew scripture, hashtag scripture for today. Matthew 6 verse 1. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your father who is in heaven. Yeah. Don't do everything for everyone else. Not for the gram. Don't do it for the gram. Don't do, do it for, for the, the gram. We ain't, ain't gonna, gonna do, do it. it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah okay. should we pray? Yeah, very quick, quick. short, short word of prayer because we're actually really over time. In the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. In the name of Jesus. Jesus wept. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for um, revealing to us um, the the pros and cons, the, the good things and the bad points about social media. And we just pray that you can help us to use it responsibly. We pray that the 
the fruit of self-control will be made abundant in us and in our lifestyle and we pray that we will continue to focus on you and you most importantly and primarily above all things in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen and Lord anybody who is um, dealing with the negative effects of social media so loneliness isolation um, addiction negative Mm self-esteem we just ask for you to flood their hearts flood their minds flood their souls of your love and grace in Jesus name amen amen so you can find us on twitter twitter ht scripture you can find us on hashtag scripture on instagram soundcloud itunes don't forget to leave a review comment subscribe whatever it is that you have to do on that platform just do it we shouldn't have to tell you every week you should just be doing it by now to those of you who are doing it we applaud we mess with you (laughs) thank you thank you thank you some of you some of you been listening but not following what's that about What's going on? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. All right, but we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.